IDC Radio. Welcome everyone to Film Fanatics. I'm your host, Gal Balaban, and this is going to be your home for the hottest movie topics of today. So before we start, a little bit about me. I'm from California, and this is my first year here at IDC. I'm studying communications because working on films one day is my dream. Movies have always been a part of my life, and I've had a website since I was 10 called Film Toppings where I write about movies. And I love seeing films often, especially in this time where we can't go to the movie theater to see new movies. And I'm genuinely excited to be able to talk about film and TV-related topics here on every episode with a special guest, and I'm very happy you guys decided to join me. Joining me today as my first guest is my friend Alan Azulai. Welcome, Alan. Hi, Gal. My, yeah, my name is Alan. I'm so happy to be here. When Gal told me about this podcast, I I told him I I have to be there, and I'm very happy that I'm the first one. I'm so happy to have you. This is a really interesting time to actually be starting this podcast because you know the main outlet for movies, movie theaters, are closed, and they have been for almost almost a year now, and so. The way we watch movies, the way we consume this kind of content, is always changing very unpredictably during this time. Which leads us to our very first topic, which is going to be a couple months ago. I think in December, Warner Brothers announced that they would release all their 2021 movies straight to HBO Max on the same day as theaters. This is kind of no news, but for our first episode, I thought we should talk about this because it kind of incorporates a lot of elements when it comes to. The streaming environment and just the release environment of movies. Yeah,、uh, when we when you talk to me about this episode,、uh, this is something that I thought we could really get into it because of how the world is right now. Streaming has become it was also becoming naturally, but it has even become like a greater force, like in the entertainment industry. So like, this is a very important decision that is gonna have a lot of repercussions, and I. I'm I'm a bit worried that that some of them are not gonna be what us film geeks are gonna like the most. So well, I feel like even before this time, it was like、um, we had a lot of big filmmakers like Martin Scorsese with The Irishman going to Netflix with their movies because the studios are like afraid to take risks with the theaters. So I think even after this, we're gonna be seeing a lot of big. Movies going to streaming and movies going to theaters, but I don't think it'll be as terrible for theaters as some people are afraid that it'll be. Yeah, I agree with you.、Um, it did it, me like like you, I guess, as a person that's really interested in film and has been for a long time.、Uh, just to be a little bit worried about this, but I think you're right. You're right. I think. After all of this is done, movie theaters might have to like reinvent themselves some way. But after that, it's gonna return to somewhat business as usual for Hollywood. So yeah, I think it's interesting that Warner Brothers not only said like we want to use this outlet in the future after they've already done it for the new Wonder Woman, but they said we're doing it through all of 2021. Not like oh we're open to it, we'll look into it. They're saying we're committing for like 2025 movies now, and so. I wanted to talk. Like, do you think it's realistic that to assume that theaters won't fully recover through the end of twenty twenty one? What do you think? 
I think there is a there is a chance that might happen and we have to get used to that idea because this is a pandemic and it's probably gonna take longer than we all thought it was right we thought in the beginning that it might be like three months then we thought it's six then we thought a year but i'm pretty sure it might take one more year especially in america to like get this thing out of the way so i do understand their decision especially because they're putting a lot of money into hbo max and they're not seeing results as disney is seeing with disney plus for instance so i do understand it but i think it was a bit rash to put every to announce that everything is going to streaming like they could have done like okay the first trimester movies are going to streaming and then we'll see like you said so i don't agree with it but i understand it so for my next question uh first of all how long has it been since you went to a movie theater like more than a year i feel well, like no. do you remember the last movie you saw in a movie theater i honestly don't it has been so long it's been a year because I, i didn't go a lot a little bit before the pandemic hit and then i was like oh i haven't been to a movie theater in like two months now i'm gonna have to wait like god knows how long so it's been a while it's been more than a year probably yeah okay so for me yeah i can remember so before the pandemic it was maybe a week before theaters shut down uh, me and my whole family saw onward the pixar movie so that was early march and then they opened theaters for a short period of time so at the end of august i managed to see tenet in theaters with my dad which was awesome but still that was just one movie throughout one year so it doesn't really feel like uh i've gotten that fun back you know no for sure like i i forgot i I forgot what it's like to be in a movie (laughs) this is insane because like this is such an important part of my life and like for sure i don't i i don't even remember (laughs) how it is like it's crazy crazy so for me um i've been sort of following throughout the year what are new movies that are coming uh to netflix for the first time or etc like Uh, an example soul or the awards movies that are going straight to netflix now i've been trying to follow those and um watch those when they come out on my tv and you know obviously we've been watching a lot of older movies too re-watching movies that we like on tv frequently now that we're at home a lot so my question is uh in the long run can streaming films or watching them on tv replicate the theatrical experience for us like say say these they do keep releasing these tentpole movies like the suicide squad and dune etc on uh streaming services can that really replicate the theater experience for us listen i think for most people probably yes probably like my my dad could sit down at his house and watch it and it would be mostly the same thing actually that might be a bad example because my dad loves movies that much but i think you understand what i mean like most like most people probably would be like okay that's fine if it is a little cheaper see out together with my family in the living room tvs are so good nowadays that it might actually work for some people but i feel like for film people that love film like like we do it's never going to be the same thing like you going to the movie theater is is a f- is a thing it can be a date it can be like uh 
a big premiere that you've been excited for months and you go see with a ton of friends and a ton of people that you don't know but you have this one thing that you all love happening at the same time in front of you it's just such a good amazing experience that i i'm not willing to give that up and i feel like you are not either so i think that's one point that we have is the event aspect um it's going out with your friends right to to the theater it's waiting those couple of days getting your tickets um that feeling of getting the popcorn right walking into the theater the trailers are playing um etc i think that's just like something that um it's not an event when you're turning on the tv like sure i I get excited still when a movie is coming out because it's a movie but it's different when you're in a place and it's it's an outing and sometimes when i'm excited and after i'm thinking about it like uh, if it's a really big movie maybe my whole week in my head is surrounding that personally yeah yeah i agree with you it's the best I remember it being like when the big, big movies came out that I was excited for months to see them. The whole week I would be like anxious, waiting for the time that I would get to go to the totally, movie theater totally. with my friends and just watch it. So I am not willing to give that up. And there's also the immersivity aspect. Like movies are often immersive. Let's say for a big movie, Avengers, for example, people enjoy uh, premium formats, premium formats like IMAX and 3D. And you don't really have that on a TV. Personally, I enjoy seeing movies in 3D. And occasionally in IMAX, it's expensive. And it's also far from my house uh, back at home. But, you know, those are those are unique things. You know, TVs aren't that big at the end of the day. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm not that much of a fan of 3D personally. But I do love IMAX. IMAX is because I had one very close to my house uh, oh, back wow. home. Uh, and... I w- I used to go like with with my dad and like th- I I love going to see like the biggest movies on IMAX. Do you remember one of the movies that you saw in IMAX? I basically all the latest biggest movies I watch all of them in IMAX. So, uh cuz it's not I don't know how it is in America but in Brazil it's not actually that much more expensive than a regular uh screening. Uh, especially because I ha- um, if you're a student you have like you can pay you can pay like half the ticket so like by law so I remember just going to like all the new Star Wars movies all the new Marvel movies all of them in IMAX so it's like it's something that was normal for me like at this point so for me it's just a little bit farther so for me it was like a once a year thing I got to see Tenet in IMAX during the pandemic um, I remember seeing Ready Player One in IMAX, but I don't remember anything else. And then another point, another really good point that you had was the company aspect of it. Um, personally, I don't want to just like turn Wonder Woman on alone. Um, I I saw the first one in theaters with my mom and my brother. And so I think it gave me some continuity that I was able to see the new one with my parents. So that was at least nice. Or soul, we always go as a family. So watching that with my parents at least made up for that aspect. You know, I I don't like seeing movies in theaters alone. So seeing like a big event movie like that alone would have taken a little bit of fun out of it. Yeah, for sure. Like um, I remember seeing the midnight premiere of uh, Captain Marvel with my sister, and how excited she was. Like, cause um, we had Wonder Woman before, like. To, to have like a 
this big female heroine like on screen but like to see like it, my sister never goes with me to like midnight premiere so to see how happy she was even though she was pissed off because it was kind of late <laughs> she's she's 23 by the way she's not like my little little sister so like uh to see how excited she was like to to see that um that's the kind of thing that she, who would get that excited about watching something on tv you know like i agree it's it's part of like it's kind of like um maybe it's not a good example but like watching a game at home and then going actually to the stadium i think that's a great example like it's a it's a very good comparison because like at, at home it's fun still like you still enjoy it but i feel like a game is more enjoyable at a ho- not at home than at the at the game i go into maybe the i just don't have the same attachment to sports that i do to movies maybe <laughs> Now, because I know it's already mid-February, but because this is our first episode, I wanted to talk about the most streamed movies and shows of 2020 because streaming services like Netflix, Amazon, Disney+, Plus, etc. were our main outlet for entertainment this year. So I wanted to look at what were some of the most streamed movies and shows of 2020. First of all, let's look at a bit of the older movies. So some of the older movies that I found were really popular Um that were streamed this year were How the Grinch Stole Christmas. There was Elf, uh, Die Hard, and Home Alone. And I think uh, a common sort of thread there is Christmas tradition movies that families love to watch every holiday season. Do you guys have a sort of movie like that? It's kind of weird because uh, especially like being Jewish and like in Brazil where we don't have like snow. So like the whole the whole Christmas thing is very different. Uh, down there uh it's not actually a tradition to sit down with your family and watch a movie that's like christmas related at least not in my house but what we used to do especially ever since disney started releasing star wars movie movies in december was going to see star wars movies so it became kind of a thing to see star wars and we did that too so (laughs) that's 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 what that was one of the things that we did as a family like watch star wars movies how about you i can't tell you how many times i've seen home alone honestly i've seen the second one more uh the one more um lost in new york have you seen it yeah okay (laughs) just making sure because it's it's just such a classic in my eyes i haven't seen it in years but i've seen it yeah it's just i don't think i could ever get tired of it um People, right. I heard people saying it's the first one on steroids. Is that a, is that an accurate statement? Sure. That's a lot of sequels, though, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So next, let's talk about the new releases. So I'm going to kind of count back, like, what were the top five most streamed new releases on streaming services in 2020? So number five on the list was Extraction. You want to survive, you do exactly as I say. Who are you? Name. Ovi. Move fast. You seen this one? I haven't. Okay. Tell me what about it. <laughs> All right. So Extraction is a Netflix original movie, and it's an action movie. It's um, uh, it's where Chris Hemsworth plays this CIA agent, I think, and he has to go to India to protect this. Indian boy who is the son 
of a crime lord because all the crime lord's enemies are trying to kill him. That's as much as I remember. It's, I think it's the perfect movie for the time because it's just a fun action movie with Chris Hemsworth killing people. And, uh, and it was fun to watch like late at night with my dad on TV when you can't go anywhere else because there's a pandemic outside. Um, so I think it was like the good movie for the kind of mood, but it's nothing memorable. Yeah. Sounds perfect. Exactly. Thor with a gun. There you go. <laughs> so number four is Borat 2, Borat's subsequent movie film. Fourteen years ago, I released movie film which brought great shame to Kazakhstan. But now I was instructed to return to Yankee land to carry out secret mission. I go to America! It's a good movie. I liked it. I liked it. I think the critics slightly overhyped it because it was like political commentary and it came out right before the election. I do think there were funny parts. Overall, not as good as the first movie, but For there sure. were parts that where I really laughed and I enjoyed it. I just... Um, I love Sasha Baron Cohen's shenanigans. Have you seen the show Who is America? No, but I, l- I heard a lot about that show. He does similar things where he's disguising as these funny people and then he exposes politicians, makes them do stupid things. And he gets a lot of praise for that because nobody really has that kind of balls but him. Yeah, he's a ballsy guy. And like, he's a great actor, especially lately. He's been getting more adventures with his roles. This year was really good for him. If you watched The Trial of the Chicago 7. He's great in that. Yeah, that that movie blew me away. Number three on the list is Soul. This week, the council. There's a soul missing. Is this heaven? No. Is it H-E double hockey sticks? Hell, hell, hell. Quiet coyotes. (laughs) <laughs> no, it's the great before. I really enjoyed it. What did you think? I think it was a really good movie. The um, I really loved the animation style that there they have because it's it's so lifelike and at the same time it's so like I don't know magical. I don't know if that's there's the, the word. contrast between the the realism of the New York and then when he's like in the afterlife. Exactly. it's like very surreal, abstract. Exactly, I love. I just love the look of that film. I agree, um, and Jamie Foxx did great. Honestly, the the themes of the movie are really deep, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't no. want to ruin too much. Yeah, but, but it's a it's it's a Pixar movie, so there you go. <laughs> you summed it up well. Number two is one I don't even know if I can call a movie, but it was incredibly popular. I'll leave it at that. Hamilton. I wanna be in the It's number two, most streamed film of twenty twenty. Um, have you seen the show Hamilton, the, the quote movie Hamilton? What do you think? I haven't seen it. It's on my list. I promise you, I have been promising you that for weeks, but it's on my list. Do you know the songs at all? Nope. Okay. But I'm really excited to see it. People hyped that thing up a lot. Yeah, I know. I actually saw the show in Chicago with my dad a couple years ago. And so when this came out on Disney Plus, um, 
I I was excited to see what it was like with the original cast because there are famous people, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Leslie Odom Jr., uh, David Diggs, who I've all seen in movies before. Um, so I thought that was cool. And there's also this big big fandom who who love the music and maybe have seen the show in person who now want to revisit it. And there's also um, streaming it now for free on Disney+. Plus. Uh, also has its benefits because there's also this new audience who's discovering it for the first time or sharing it with their family, which I think is a really good benefit. For sure. I'm I'm trying to get my, my roommates to watch that one. Uh, but it's a more difficult one to get because it's a musical recorder live. So. Right. It, it requires a little more patience than just an average movie. Exactly. So number one, Wonder Woman 1984. The world needs you. You know what you need to do. Nothing good is born from lies. And greatness is not what you think. What did you think of the movie? Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I watched half of it. I didn't like it. And I turned it off. And and I love superhero movies. So that's what burned me. Okay, so I, I thought it was okay, but it was just disappointing considering how much impact the first movie had. I love the first movie. I like Gal Gadot a lot, but I think the villain was really bad and that just hurt a lot of the movie for me. The thing that really annoyed me is the family family-friendly aspect to it. I felt like I was watching like a Saturday morning cartoon and not the serious, greedy, incredible movie I watched in theaters in 2017. So. I see. There was some big TV that came out this year. Uh, I just This is no order. I just wanted to mention some of the big shows that were the most popular on streaming this year. First of all, The Queen's Gambit was a huge phenomenon. Have You, you haven't watched it, right? No, I haven't. Okay, I saw it and I really enjoyed it. I thought the, per- the main performance was really good. And I think a benefit of this one is it's very... It has a multi-generational appeal to it, meaning I've talked to a lot of people here on campus who loved it. My parents really liked it. My grandparents adored it. Uh, So it has that aspect that really appealed about it. And the lead actress, Anya Taylor-Joy, is great in it. Uh, Next. That's what I heard about that series the most. Anna Anna Taylor-Joy. Anna Taylor-Joy. Yeah, she's great. Uh, Next up, Disney Plus had a great year with its second season of The Mandalorian. Oh, that was just, that was just amazing. I think they really outdid the first season. Yeah, for sure. Especially if you're a Star Wars fan and if you know that characters that they were like introducing during that season. Like if you watched some of the other Star Wars content, you you could connect with some of those characters that were being introduced in live action for the first time. So like, yeah, for a a Star Wars fan, that season was incredible. All right, next up, um, Amazon Prime's most successful show of the year, season two of The Boys. Have you watched it? I'm in the middle of season one. I love that show so far. I think season two, I really liked season one, and I was really excited for season two. Season two knocked it out of the park. That was a lot better. Is it better? Yeah. And then this show is also really popular, and the most streamed show both on Netflix and on any streaming service in 2020, Ozark, which have you watched? Yes, again, I mean, uh, I'm I'm watching it. I'm in the middle of it. Uh, Jason Bateman's performance is He's just amazing. insane. There's a group of people who had already seen it, like my dad, and then the third season came out and was 
in my opinion, at least a lot better. And then in my case, I started, I watched the whole, all three seasons this summer. The fourth and final season is now filming. So we got to stay tuned. No, I'm excited now. Like, yeah, definitely, and so, definitely putting that up. Umbrella Academy, also a superhero show, came out with season two this summer. And then uh, that was really big as well. Have you seen that? Yeah, watching that one. Uh, especially now that um, it's 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 really big. Like uh, I I remember when it, season two launched. I think it was July or something. Something like that. Like that. And how big it was, like on Twitter and everything. Um, like I think it might. I this might be wrong. Don't quote me on this one. But I think it might be Netflix's biggest thing right now. I think at Let's least when it, when it came out. All right, another thing that came out and was popular and then even more popular when it came out on Netflix, The Last Dance. Oh, I love that show. I didn't watch the whole thing yet, but I just don't have patience for really long documentaries. But um, my family adores basketball, and so this was big for them. And uh, I know how much people love this because Michael Jordan, all these people, they're, they've left a mark on popular culture. I don't love basketball. I really enjoy basketball enjoy watching it uh but this docu-series i think even for people that are not that much into basketball it's a really fun watch like there's so much like drama and that sports movie atmosphere of oh are they gonna win are they not even if if you don't know uh, how how much they won like the, this would be a, like a fun surprise for you how good this series is and then another big documentary was Tiger King, which you also watched, right? Yeah, it's one of those things that like you shouldn't like as much as you do. <laughs> but I really like that show. Again, I didn't really get have the patience to get into it, but I've seen enough clips to understand what it's like. Yeah, it's just a lot of horrible people and you're like witnessing them who are doing horrible stuff. But it's shot really well and produced very well, so... It, it's it's a good one you, sh- you should see it just don't think too much about it <laughs> uh, now we're going to have a little segment called can it contend every every episode we're going to be talking about a different movie that's um, it's qualifying for award season it's getting a lot of awards buzz leading up to the Oscars which are at the end of April this movie that we agreed to talk about the two of us is called Mank Make yourself to home, Mr. Mankowitz, or shall I call you Herman? Please, call me Mank. 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 This is Herman Mankowitz, but where to call him Mank? Mankowitz. Herman Mankowitz. New York playwright and drama critic turned humble screenwriter, Mr. Hurst. So you like this movie, right? It's a really, it's a good one. It's a good movie, especially if you're like a, like a film geek, because it's, it's how the quote-unquote i don't agree with this but uh, best movie of all time was written which uh so for film heads it's a must-see but i'm not sure if if i'm a hundred percent on the boat of like really great movie anymore so the movie has a leading six golden globe nominations for best motion picture best director david fincher best actor for gary oldman supporting actress for amanda seyfried best screenplay and then best music best score so I think in those categories, I would say it's deserving. I would agree that it's not one of my favorites of the year, but I think the like the production value is beautiful, uh, all the sets and everything, how they recreated that. 
And David Fincher is one of my favorite filmmakers. I know The Social Network is your favorite movie of all time. It is. I, I love that movie way too much. Um, so I think he did good there. And I think Gary Oldman deserves the buzz too. I think he did really good. He's great at disappearing in roles. Even like he did it physically too with uh, with Winston Churchill and he won the Oscar for that. He was really good in that movie. It was, it was great. So yeah, I have to agree with you. I don't love Citizen Kane as much as the average film buff. I don't. I don't think I love this movie as much as some other films I saw um, in the rest of the year, but I do think it deserves, like at least for the technical categories and for what it tried to do. But again, I, I think there are movies from David Fincher that I enjoyed more. Exactly. Uh, and when we're talking about can it contend, we have to talk about the fact that David Fincher has never won a directing Oscar. And a lot of few, a lot of people, and I, I agree with them, are saying that this is the year because that that's what the Oscars do. Like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio didn't win for his best performance. We're still waiting on. We're still waiting on Amy Adams. Exactly. So like and Bradley Cooper, eight nominations, no wins. Exactly. So what happens is a lot of people get rewarded for movies that are not their best ones, but because they need. Long time coming. So I think that might be, this year might be David Fincher's, uh, which is kind of sad because <laughs> there's a lot of great movies being directed this year. Yeah, there's, I don't know if he's like the leading candidate to win Best Director, but it could happen. Um, I don't know, it, it maybe also has a chance with screenplay or um, I think the technical categories, I think the costumes, the, the set design, I think it could even win the Oscars in those yeah, aspects. I think, I think you can win cinematography for sure. Cinematography. Uh, yeah, I think it'll 100% get nominated. Yeah. So that wraps up that segment. For our last segment, uh, this one's going to be called On Our Radar. Every time we're going to be talking about a movie that's coming out soon that we're really looking forward to in the near future. So... Um, for this for this episode, we chose you suggested the as of now untitled Spider Man Three, starring Tom Holland, right now coming out in December. Probably being titled like Back Home or Something Home Again home. or Home Alone. I don't know because it's on Christmas. That's why I did that stupid little joke. <laughs> home uh, Alone. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited about this film. Like, how excited are you about it? I'd say I'm pretty excited. I think the they got in a really good place after the cliffhanger from Far From Home where he gets... I mean, it's okay to spoil it. It came out almost two years ago. He gets exposed. Uh, everyone knows that Spider-Man is Peter Parker now. And that's something they've never done with Spider-Man on screen. And I'm really, uh, really looking forward to seeing how they, they do that. Yeah, that was a cl cliffhanger that I wasn't expecting at all. They did it like in the post credit scene, like... It was crazy. Like, it was like Mysterio's like, last move, even though I don't think he's dead, but that's a whole other thing. Uh, yeah, it was a great cliff cliffhanger to live off on. And um, listen, to talk about this movie is to talk about the MCU in general because it's supposed to be Indulge such me. an important part of the future of the MCU, this movie. Doctor Strange is showing up, and then he has his movie a couple months later. Exactly, like I believe in is in March or April or, or March twenty twenty two. Okay, uh, that's supposed to be a big one that movie. Um, but because of casting news, we know that's happening because we have 
confirmed casting of Andrew Garfield, which was the last Spider-Man. I don't know if it's 100% confirmed. There are some sources saying yes, some sources say we we can't tell yet, but there is Andrew Garfield, Kristen Dunst, Emma Stone, Tobey Maguire, Emma Stone, Alfred Molina, all possibly confirmed. I think Jamie Foxx is the only one who we know 100%. Jamie playing Electro. and uh, Alfred Molina are the ones that have been confirmed 100%. Okay, so there's them. some sort of... I don't want to say spider maybe like Spider-Verse aspect playing in for sure. For sure. Marvel saw how success- successful that was. It won a freaking Oscar. And so. I think at this point, like, people will just be like, wait, where's Tobey Maguire? If it doesn't happen. Because there's all this speculation around it. I think it's going to happen. Like, honestly, uh, because of all this speculation, Kevin Feige knows what the f- what this- what he's doing. With the other Marvel stuff coming out, um, how do you think Spider-Man 3 ranks? Oh, it's it's right up there. It's right, right up there. At the top. Yeah, uh, I feel like, um, honestly, Doctor Strange for me as a film, and um, and maybe even Thor four, Thor Love and Thunder, might be up there with it. But I'm not sure if anything is above it. But I don't know. There's so much MCU content right now. Even TV shows that I'm like insanely excited. I actually have to say the the new trailer for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier got me really excited. I'm not too excited at the moment for for Loki or something. But I think Falcon has so much potential. Yeah, like it's a six hour MCU movie. But like you have it every week. It's great. Yeah, um, I think um, there's also Hawkeye coming out. I think that is Hawkeye, in my opinion I'm exciting. Super excited. And Eternals is uh, is one of those aspects where they're bringing characters that we haven't met yet. Same with Shang Chi. I'm actually very excited for those two. the The cast sound really good. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. Just because of my hype levels for all the other stuff, those two are a fair bit down my list because they're new content. <laughs> Personally, I'm more excited for those two than I would be for Thor four. Just because I feel like uh, Thor's journey. I feel like we've already had like a good sort of a wrap up at the end of Endgame, but. Um, with Taika Waititi on board, we always have something to look out for. Yeah, and it's Thor and the Guardians. That's oh, also yeah, been that's, confirmed. I think so. that's going to be great. And Jane Foster is returning to be female Thor with Natalie Portman. That's insane. So Tessa Thompson is returning as well. So I love Tessa Thompson. You can't sleep on that movie. That movie is going to be great. That's a lot of Marvel talk for for one episode, but yeah. I think there's this. Um, we didn't even get to the TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's just so much content that they're bringing out, and so much to look forward to in the future. Um, that about wraps up this episode. But it was so great talking to you. We could talk about this stuff for hours, Alan. We honestly have, and we could. All right. Um. Thank you guys so much for staying tuned. Uh. For for listening with us, and stay tuned for the next episode that will hopefully come out in the near future with another guest and i've talked with alan he's very much looking forward to hopefully coming back in the future for sure thank you for having me go yeah of course um if you want to check out my movie page on instagram it's at film toppings and i also have a youtube channel alan do you want to like mention your instagram uh sure i guess it's uh at alan azulay all right feel free to follow but if not don't feel guilty uh yeah it's nothing movie related right now maybe someday (laughs) okay thank you so much everyone and have a great day